Welcome to the Our Safe Harbor Church podcast. Here you can listen to our Sunday sermon, Monday morning message, and midweek Bible study. We hope you will consider subscribing, sharing, leaving a review, but please be sure to check out our website at www.OurSafeHarbor.com to learn more about us and find ways to get involved. Our Safe Harbor Church, we are with you wherever you are. of you that really like the Monday morning messages, but you just don't have all that kind of time. I mean, 15, 16 minutes. Good good news. Today's going to be shorter and next week's going to be shorter merely because the questions asked. It won't take much longer to do that than just a few minutes. So well done you. The answer to your prayers has arrived. That said, I've been asked by people as I travel about the country uh, visiting house churches. To me, a house church is if we can get five people and a half hour, 40 minute drive area, a place I can meet, that's what I call them. So if you've got something like that and you want me to come see you, please let me know. And it's the same address as for my next request. And that is people have asked, how long are we gonna do these? Who told you about or who told you that series? And that's a very good question. And the answer is as long as questions come in, we'll do this. Now, I've covered most of what I really wanted to talk about when I started this nearly two years ago. Uh, That's an estimate. If, however, you need something revisited or if you have questions about something that we've already done, feel free to send those in and the address for that or to let me know you'd like for me to come visit your your area with your people uh, is patrick at OurSafeHarbor.com. Okay, that said, let's leap into this. Excellent question, and it goes along with something I received from a friend recently. Um, this morning, I got a, uh, an email asking, well, if Jesus was resurrected, and the questioner absolutely believes he was, why did why people have a hard time recognizing him or didn't recognize him at all? All right, excellent question. Let's put that right here. Now, right beside of it, <clears throat> very good friend of mine, a man I've known for almost as long as I've been in America, uh, sent me very succinct two pages saying, listen, I'm just thinking this, not really looking for validation, just when you know, let me know if I'm off track. I get a lot of those, by the way, so I'm not in, encouraging those, but if you have something you really need to run past me and you have the patience to wait, because remember, we get a lot. Uh, I, will, I will do my absolute best to look at it. Fair enough, but he sent this, it was short enough, um, it's from a person I've known a long time, and it was formatted. In other words, there were paragraphs and periods, which helps a great deal. Uh, and it was about the resurrection body, and he had some questions about it, and then wondered whether some of the truth about it wasn't hiding in plain sight. We will talk more about some of that later, but we have these two things. All right, Jesus is resurrected. The first witness is a woman, at the, at the gravesite, we know that women went and women were the first ones to believe Jesus was resurrected and women were the first ones to go tell the apostles and tell others that he was resurrected, which I find intentional on God's part. Here she is, she's weeping, she's crying, the tomb is empty, um, confused perhaps by some of the angelic appearances and what is being said. Jesus, uh, stands behind her and she does not recognize him thinking he might be the gardener. Now, 
why would she not recognize a person that she totally loves and that just in our way of speaking a couple of days ago, in their way of speaking three days ago, was placed into a, a tomb, tortured to death in front of the faithful women. Well, that's where we have to talk about some brutal realities. And it is, um, it's pretty rough. So you ready? We're not gonna be gross. You don't know what a beaten up person looks like unless you've seen a beaten up person and television and movies do not count. I have walked into countless rooms in my life to visit victims of crime, victims of car accidents, police officers who have been beaten, um, military men who've been blown up, uh, a couple of military women who were damaged. I, I don't know why I've not run into more of those circles, but when you walk in, even if you know them and you've known them for years, you are unlikely to recognize them with the trauma. They, the trauma is awful. One of my favorite shows was put on by Paramount Plus, I believe, called 1889. It's a precursor to the Yellowstone series, which I've never actually watched, but I watched 1889. Very well done, very well written. Um, don't want to do a giveaway, but a lady takes an arrow and she still lives for weeks and weeks and weeks. At the very end of it, she's still recognizable. Um, no, no. I watched a, a show last night where somebody, oddly enough, gets hit by an arrow by a hunter and three weeks later is using that arm like normal. No. Movies and TVs do not show you. Sadly, you can see some uh, illustrations of this fact on Twitter, uh, YouTube, Instagram, and the like now, as people show you people being knocked out with one punch, uh, people's jaws are broken. The bones around the eye are broken. Eyes are lost. Teeth are lost. Slashes in the mouth. You have a caved in part of this face that you'll have to build up with you know, all kinds of plastic surgery. I won't go on there, but just to say, look what Jesus went through. Days without proper food and water. Incredible dehydration. Shredding of his back to a whip. Nails in his hands and feet. Beaten by the, the guards. Whenever you were crucified, you weren't high up like you see in the movies. Your feet were just a few inches above the ground. And then you were leaned forward. And that made it easier for people to taunt you, spit on you, hit you. And they did. That was part of the thing. Please remember that there was a point before the crucifixion where the Roman soldiers were beating Jesus and laughing, saying, you're such a good prophet, prophesy who's hitting you now. That would indicate his eyes were already swollen shut. When he tried to speak from the cross, remember that the people below the cross after a certain point couldn't understand what he was saying. Well, yeah, he's lost teeth by this point. He probably has fractures in jaw, uh, in his cheeks, uh, perhaps in the occiput. Um, your, his tongue is swollen with dehydration and perhaps being bitten through with the pain. So no, they couldn't understand some of the things that he said. Now, just a few days later, he's up, but his body is not restored as if the crucifixion hasn't happened. We know that because later he says, Thomas, put your hands in a hole in my, in your finger in the hole of my hands. And 
you know, stick your hand in the side here, because that hadn't closed up. These wounds had not miraculously gone away. The damage done to Jesus was real damage. So on the walk to Emmaus, was there some healing that had happened? There had to have been because of the way he was speaking. But they didn't recognize who he was. Please remember, we have no indication that these two people were close intimates of Jesus. They may have only seen him from distances as he was preaching. But regardless, they didn't recognize him until his mannerisms gave him away. It was the way he broke bread, the way he ate. That, they're going, whoa, that was, that's Jesus. And then he disappeared. With Mary at the grave, it was his voice. When somebody loves you, calls your name, you, you know who they are. Because when somebody loves you, they say your name in a special way. And when Jesus said Mary, she knew who he was. So mannerisms, the way he spoke. Um, with Thomas, there were still some physical bits, like I said. But there was something different about Jesus's body. And that's what my friend wrote about. And we may have to do another Monday morning about it since we're not going to do a long one today. But there was, he was transformed to glory. His body at times was solid. He could eat food with them. He could touch them. But there were other times he would walk through a locked door or he would disappear. Now, sometimes I think he disappeared merely because while they're all excited, he walks out the door. I've met people who had great celebrity and fame who never made a big deal of, I'm in the room and I'm out of the room, but rather, you know, would just smile and people get all excited, talk to each other and they turn around and they're gone because they just, they just left. You know, they got, they're walking down the street. Jesus didn't hang around for glory, but that still, it just seems that there, there's something different about his body. We can talk about that later. But why didn't they recognize him bodily damaged and there was something different about his body? How did they recognize him? I think after a while they recognized, well, this is, this is the damaged body and now glorified body of Jesus. But the way he spoke, his mannerisms and what he said, and then of course, you know, going through doors and ascending up to heaven is kind of a clue. Get it? Got it. I know you would. You're pretty smart. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for donating to our Safe Harbor Church. It allows us to do this, allows me to, to feed Miss Cammie and myself, and we, we, we do really do appreciate that. God bless you. Have a great week. We'll see you for a very short Monday morning message next time. Cheers.